Hello and welcome to a festive Desi Sportscast. Uh, we're recording today on Tuesday, 31st New Year's Eve here. In, um, and I'm with my friend, co-host, partner, whatever you want to call him. Expert, in my opinion, that's what I call him. Uh, Nevin Thomas. Nevin, hello. And how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I had like a very bad headache in the morning, but uh, I'm up and running and I'm going to like have a good blast of a week. Uh, like 31st is a big day, right? So. I'm going to like have a good time. Absolutely. Before we talk about your plans for tonight, how was your Christmas? And did the food turn Christmas out right? Christmas was fine. Yes, it turned out nice and a lot of delicacies and all that stuff. And I also had good fun because I we had like a school reunion. All right. So a lot of, yeah, like a lot of friends caught up and like we, we spent a lot of time in Alapi. So that's like the Venice of East. So uh, we we spent a lot of time there. Had like insanely good food, which was always my priority. And yeah, yeah, it's a good, good, uh, good Christmas. How was how was yours? It went really well. Uh, I was going to say surprisingly well, but no, uh, the turkey turned <laughs> out really well. The family enjoyed it, um, and uh, it, it was a really good Christmas day from start to finish. A late finish. That's great. Uh, with a, quite a few drinks in between so and uh, but you mentioned uh, Alipi and uh, you know the Venice of India uh, but I've seen a couple of videos over the weekend of Kerala and mm -hmm. I've not seen a bad video of Kerala is what I want to say I, I was I saw something about <laughs> Kanur and what a beautiful place um, of Kerala is blessed that way I think uh, we folks from Kerala probably don't see the beauty of it yeah. but like I go to Chennai for a month and I go come back and I'm like wow <laughs> I miss my home it's, it's much more greener and there's more, more water and, and Kerala is blessed also because there's every sort of terrain right so there's a beach and there's a mountain and you get access on the same day yeah so you can chill at the beach and at the mountain on the same day so yeah, it's a uh, hill station and a lot of beaches and a lot of backwaters. So you, it, it's, it's, uh, I think geographically we are really blessed that we've got everything. Yeah, well, absolutely. Like I said, um, I've seen um, over the years a few videos of uh, uh, mm -hmm. Kerala and the sites and what have you. It's a beautiful, beautiful part of the country. And um, mm -hmm. it's it's slowly, well, if not already there, top of my bucket list when I come back home to, for a visit. And um um come and see you as well obviously at the same time but uh it, Perfect, it, yeah. it's it's we it's, should do a road trip oh that'd be incredible that'd be incredible um a road trip combined with a canal trip would be uh the combination done yeah <laughs> and again and, and a visit to uh your home of football to see the blasters um <laughs> they might get a win by yeah, the time maybe. i come yeah um, yeah, yeah let's hope so <laughs> so um in in this podcast, I, I want to talk. We'll talk about what's happened in the uh, ISL and I League in a couple of weeks. Couple uh, last week or so, and a couple of big games. I want to just take your view on. But I also want to reflect on 2019. People have been making teams of the decades and what have you. I think that's a bit much. Um, I, but I want to talk about 2019 and how you've seen the year footballing wise. Um, and a bit of a look sure. ahead. Um, but I just want to start off by saying. I mean, it was a big game on Christmas Day. Uh, ATK managed mm -hmm. to beat uh, Bengaluru for the first time in four goes, um, even though it was 1-0. It's a huge win. Yeah, and uh, I thought uh, ATK deserved that win. Um, they, they were definitely the stronger side. And I think uh, we've been saying this a lot, right? So, you remember the last week the conversation was, I probably wouldn't watch the match because 
it was very likely yes. going to be a very dull affair and the match was pretty much i mean i didn't turn and did watch the match because i couldn't resist the whole idea <laughs> of tk uh, uh, versus bangalore but uh, it was one moment of magic from david williams that really split the teams and uh, for two ridiculously talented teams that's just not good enough i thought the football was not uh, good enough uh, but uh, that's also down to the fact that we've discussed this again how bangalore has been quite toothless in their attack and that's mm. just that was evident again and again these are the games that bangalore would win otherwise if they they had a miku finishing thing so um, they're desperately short of a good striker and atk is also i think for a team that has so much talent in their ranks i'm not a fan of how they play their football they they are also very defensive minded if i may say that uh, but like at the end of the day victory is what matters and uh, so good on atk to come up with the win and then excited habas on the touchline is always always fun <laughs> yeah uh, do you think um, just talking about atk that uh, krishna and uh, williams are setting up a really good partnership that's going to stand them in good stead yeah. to the end yeah yeah and uh, again this is also something we've discussed about how i think in india it makes a lot of sense to have two play, strikers play two. so yes, you have yeah, so so yeah so you you always have an advantage because the the, the defense is always error prone so there's a lot of chance of picking up those second balls and somebody like david williams offers like he's positionally superb he knows where what to expect and uh, at what time to expect and all that so his understanding of space and time is brilliant and somebody as like roy krishna is hard working and he's got pace to burn so that's like a good combination to have i also think atk would be insane if they had like a tall target man as well so david williams isn't your mm. like he has the body strength but he doesn't probably have the height so imagine if they had like a third player who was a target man so in case they want to chop and change a little bit and bring uh, bring uh, another striker forward who's like big and like uh, can handle things for them then atk would be a formidable side but you have restrictions with foreign players and uh, they already have a lot of uh, indian talent also in their ranks so let's see yeah yeah and um, just just very quickly uh, does the isl have a transfer window is it open all during the season or there's no transfers so allowed the, no there is a transfer window there's a transfer window in january that will be open just like everywhere else in the world but uh, in fact if you look at isl uh, the thing is we sign a lot of free transfers so right. most of these players the foreign players that come to isl are like available and they're free and the whole deal is if they if they have a no objection certificate from their previous team mm-hmm. which is dated to a transfer window so right. if they have an noc from uh august you can still sign the player in say november all right okay yeah that so is- that's how these uh, like if a player gets injured then they sign a, a replacement in like november december which is annoying yeah you're like what is the whole point of What's having a point? 25 man squad yeah like you just keep uh, chopping and changing and i hope they they come with stringent rules because a lot of these times i feel they fake the injuries really so if the if the player is not good enough they they say their player is gone through like a, a severe injury which uh, if you have a doctor's certificate or something claiming that the player is out for the season then they can replace right so, so, so and in india it's not so is january yeah. um just as big well it not you know what i mean um in focus in in terms of transfers as it is in europe i or? don't think i don't think so i think no. say somebody like uh, Uh, Bangalore didn't fill the quota of six players in the in the summer. 
so they can make a good signing and i'm sure they'll go after the striker in january because they are really short in in that department but uh, i don't expect the likes of atk or teams that are already set to make a lot of changes there is stock of john johnson uh, who is being like left out of the atk squad uh, probably making a move to another isl team and all that but it's not huge it's uh, is nothing like the summer and uh, uh it's not nothing like say the premier league and all where teams can't do this uh i can't call it a fraudulent activity but escape route because you can't like a lester would hardly be looking for a free transfer and it might well work out that there is one free transfer but that's not your original source of uh, transfers right no no because there are known good players will not be without a team and available but in india considering the quality that we play in we might get a lot of foreigners who are like who are free agents so right. that is why how our season uh, in between the season also we tend to have a lot of signings right okay that'll be interesting to look out for so if anything happens in january yeah. i wasn't aware of that but talking about a tight game in kolkata to a goal fest in chennai um <laughs> free flowing football uh, seven goals a lot of entertainment Absolutely. um it's a, a red card as well and a red card uh, and a really yeah. good comeback from chennai uh, owen owen coyle yeah. is i'm sure has heard my podcast and uh, <laughs> he's playing some free f- attacking football <laughs> Um yeah. I don't know if you watched that game um was Chennai really did, good did. or did uh, Goa take uh, the foot off the pedal I think it's a mix of both and I also think uh, Chennai and uh, the English football is working for them like we said the the, the uh, playing the balls early and having a target man and everything is really working out well for them so um andre shembri and uh, rafael crivellaro had, had scored two that day and uh, so they're slowly coming into uh, coming into the the groove of things it, it's taken time for them mm. but now with owen, owen coyle here and uh, generally the football very basic and simple it's just uh, uh, get it to a good position look for your target man and strike and then there's chunk there's space in the left wing so try to exploit that as well and it's working out fine and that's what in india football can be very simple considering uh, the the setup we live in it's it, it can be quite simple and uh, I, um, yeah i thought uh, chennai i i think i, I fancy chennai to uh, so if you remember uh, like in our pre-season discussion we we discussed the fact that chennai could be the wild horses because they had enough talent in their team we weren't sure how uh, the previous coach would uh, you know take things uh, because john gregory had like a horrible season last time around mm. and we discussed also the initial few matches going to decide what uh, how chennai is going to end up and uh, if you see with owen coyle here the team looks fantastic the team looks like they can get a win or two and uh, with isl three victories four victories is good enough sometimes for a for a playoff spot put you back so, in yeah Well you yeah, well so you, you did call it. I don't it. still fancy them. You did call I them. I mean I yeah I did call them the dark horses. Yeah yeah absolutely fair well yeah. that's why you're known as the expert. Um um, <laughs> um but uh yeah I I mean they didn't win but obviously the performance was yeah. there and, and the uh the, the team came back from being three goals. And the goals are there. This is a team that couldn't score the goal exactly. remember they, they just yeah. scored yeah so they're now scoring a lot of goals so yeah. that's always positive. Um I don't want to talk too much about it but I have to mention the 
big win for Orisha at home. Uh, 2-1 against oh, uh, yeah. Jamshedpur that's uh, Jamshedpur. falling away slightly, but a huge win for Orisha. Puts them back in sort of a contention uh, for a place, and yeah. especially now that they're playing at home. Hopefully the home support will make a difference. I just, uh, like, uh, there was a meme, uh, internet troll or whatever you want to call it, uh, uh, where I just saw how uh, they they taken a lot of Ilko Shatori's quotes about how, you know, I need time and uh, how I want to uh, bring out the best in our young guns or whatever. And then underneath that was the example of how Gombu was actually doing what Ilko Shatori claims he wants to do. <laughs> so here is a young team. Odisha isn't like blessed with a lot of talent and all that. They, they've made decent signing, but they, they, they were never the fancied side. Yeah. If you remember, like the, the one reason why I asked you to support this team was... There was, there was plenty of Indian talent there and you felt like a couple of signings here and there and they'll start uh, entertaining. And uh, I think uh, Arida and Santana, and this is also something we've discussed, is how that having that big striker who can finish makes a lot of difference. And he scored two goals. Two goals it's good yeah. to see him back on the goals. Yeah, so uh, hopefully uh, Odisha will be able to sustain this run. I... Like for all the the criticism that it faced for moving to uh, from Delhi to Odisha and all that, at the end of the day, you have to understand the management was clever enough that they wanted to run this club and they they came out with a good deal with Odisha government. So this is a club that can survive. They've got support from the government as well. They've got a system where a lot of young guns, a lot of young Indians are running the show. It's not like they have some exceptional foreigners there uh, winning the matches for them. So. Yeah, I, I I like I quite like what Odisha is doing. So it'll require some time, and they're not going to win a title, probably even not even next season. But they they're slowly building a good core, and it's important that they retain the squad next season. And uh, hopefully, without the without the chaos of uh, 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 the the whole uh, Delhi to Odisha transfer and all that, uh, it'll be better for uh, Odisha next time. Around. Yeah, and uh, the people of. Um well, of uh, Orisha turned out in good numbers as well. So the fan base is certainly yeah, yeah. there for the first game. Um, definitely, definitely. So yeah. what you say, is, um, it's looking good for Orisha. And um, um, I'm, I'm thankful for you for giving me that sort of a team mm-hmm. that's got uh, good potential and is well managed yeah. uh, at the moment. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how they go on. Um, I've got mm-hmm. to talk about your boys. Um, no win in nine. Do we have to? Um, <laughs> what surprised me was... In the game against Northeast, the yeah. replacement of Sahal after thirteen, just before half time. Um, yeah. What's all that? I mean, it's not going to do him any. Everybody's we, frustrated. We, now. We I don't want to. Uh, yeah, I don't want to talk about this over and over again. We talked I about this no a few times. Yeah, yeah, and um, it's just not helping the young man, is it, for his confidence? And, yeah, uh, what have you? Um, and he keeps saying also that I am the one who can uh, get the yeah. best out of Sahal. What is he doing? I do tell me what what he's done. David James did way better. Let's be very clear and honest. For all the criticism David James did, he was playing the same football that Ilko Shatori is playing. He was just a lot of long balls and a lot of crosses. So, what 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 football have you improved? You got your transfers. You made big signings in Nokbache, RK. So, I mean, it's sad that you had injuries. But mm. Kerala Blasters as a setup is ridiculous. You're playing Kerala Premier League, which is supposed to be your reserve league or whatever. That's where you should like get your young guns uh, rolling and uh, uh, getting ready for main team. You can't just sit and cry and say my players are injured. This is professional football. You have a 25% squad. 
get the get the best out of it's just 11 players on the pitch right and you don't have like 14 players injured you have like 3 4 major players injured why don't you have a reserve team playing good football they they lost golden threats golden threats is supposedly the one of the weakest teams in the league in kerala premier league so it's just it's just absolute shambles this management has no idea how to run a football club this audience and fan base deserves way better and this whole coach and uh, coming out on twitter and blabbering a lot of nonsense i'm sick and tired of it <laughs> concentrate on your work now you coming and talking about how uh, we don't we play possession we have better crosses mind he still uh, talking about his northeast side look how ridiculous that is you are a coach of kerala blasters we don't care about what you did for your northeast united anymore yeah there was talk about that you had like one that. good season yeah. and like even uh, if you know if you follow amrit uh, who does a lot of these yes. analysis He's, based on yes. xg yeah yeah so he if you look at his xg reports uh, uh, northeast united uh performed beyond their capacity last time around so they were above, above their uh, potential yeah. yeah so it could have well been that uh, ilko chatterjee had like a lucky season and he is in that coach that he claims to be lot of talk on twitter definitely not worth it like you can start talking once you uh, start producing, producing some results, some results. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah i'm not sure so put- look at uh, look at odisha for example like they they're sitting down and putting their they they're letting their uh, football talk they're not letting uh, a lot of this uh, uh, it's not just twitter and a lot of these fake promises i i'm really tired now i don't want to sit down and keep defending and saying that uh, no we should give him time and all because he hasn't shown anything if he had if he had uh, trusted young people if he had given sahal an important role if he had used samuel in a better way if he if the, if the team was attempting to play some position football that he claims like play out from the back and uh, like if 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 something was there i wouldn't have mind uh, like yeah uh, sticking I, I know what you're saying but he hasn't shown any of these things yeah yeah Uh, yeah that's this the point especially when you say that you've got the uh, KPL as well that it can be a feeder yeah. into the team but I'm not sure they take uh, by the sound of it, it doesn't they, take much interest in that I am sure I'm sure they don't take it seriously that's not mm. even like yes they don't they they have in Kerala there are multiple tournaments happening for well, which you, I'm sure everybody invites uh, uh, Kerala Blasters so there's like the Mayors Cup there are a lot of these local tournaments also and played in like a decent infrastructure it's not like and a good standard and in good standard of yes. course and you see gokulam fielding teams in all these reserve leagues in all these uh, uh, smaller things so why yeah. can't uh, why can't kerala blasters do the same thing are they like above everyone which is which is all fine if there was a a, a reserve league but you don't have a reserve league mm. and when you've got a like, good standard so, in your backyard why not take advantage of it but uh, exactly exactly yeah. it's 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 um, yeah i do feel for you and um seeing kerala on ninth place um obviously the <laughs> playoffs are going to be very difficult i'll put it in the no, right playoff way. is over i think it's been over <laughs> i didn't want to say that because um, <laughs> you know uh, yeah but it's I, no, i'm thing. not your uh, <laughs> i'm not you're your not going to say on the fence get upset <laughs> but, uh, um, no, my only thing is uh, i keep saying you no know, the fans deserve better yeah and yeah. uh, they they're getting trolled online and it's not their fault that the management is terrible and the whole mm. uh, they don't have any vision there's no consistency and mm. the fans do come in numbers but now people will start mocking about how now is just 10000 12000 who wants to see that football yeah well i was going to mention I that that, that is yeah. still really good support 
let's face it yeah. if you look at the other exactly. uh, other other teams and the average gates they get and what have you um that's still very decent support the uh, kerala have got but like in if you start playing well it'll go back to 40 there is no way these people will uh, will say away if there's good football yeah 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 no it, it's 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 one of those big clubs that uh, we're familiar with here in EPL that uh, is bad well yeah i'll, I'll it go reminds me of sunderland <laughs> oh dear yeah sunderland yeah, it's that bad yeah. they're mid table in the uh, first division and struggling big time i don't know there's a really good yeah. documentary on netflix um yeah i i saw it i saw that uh, uh, netflix one, yeah. it's it's um really bad management uh, from the top um yeah. but that's sunderland for you um really just to end uh, um 2019 with um a good win for mumbai um yep they they uh but the top four looking good goway tk bengaluru mumbai absolutely um, yeah, yeah. i think it's uh, pretty much apart from chennai and they've still got a shout and obviously my boys um yeah, jamshedpur yeah. and northeast have fallen back from the start they've had so um it's going to be if you see i think what uh, bangalore and mumbai are on 16 points and jamshedpur is on 13 and uh, odisha is on 12 That's not like a lot of difference. No, it's what you said. A couple of wins. Football. Yeah, so a couple of yeah, wins couple and you're back in, in there. Fact, in fact, ATK is also like it's it's ultimately just two points difference between Bangalore and ATK. So everything uh, like it's not like a done and dusted setup in any. So if somebody like in Odisha or Jamshedpur, unfortunately they are uh, like especially Jamshedpur are on like a really bad run of form. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, if if so, that's why I think uh, Chennai and Saidi better plays than them because they are in a better run of form. They yeah. haven't lost in like what uh, 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 except the Goa match. I think the four matches they've played before that they've not lost, and uh, so they are they've got a better momentum going in than say Odisha and Northeast and Jamshedpur. Odisha has been like here and there. Jamshedpur and Northeast are clearly on the way down. Yeah, in the, in the past few weeks, yeah. uh, compared yeah. to the start, in fact. Uh, but it's exactly. going to be um, Mumbai is on a way up. Mumbai is playing good football again. Yeah, and scoring. Not um, necessarily good football, but like again, they're winning. Results. They're winning. That's yeah, it. getting That's a win. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to be a, a big start to 2020, and we'll talk about it in the next pod. But uh, Bengaluru, I've mm-hmm. got FC Goa. Mumbai, I've got ATK. Um yeah. and then your boys will be fighting off with either <laughs> bad for the lower places and then obviously Orisha yes, okay. and Chennai uh, on uh, Monday um so big yeah. games coming up that will also have a huge impact on uh, the placings Absolutely uh, Um just talking about the I League and I have to talk about I want mm-hmm. to talk about the I League and the mm-hmm. incredible scenes that uh, the game for Real Kashmir <laughs> against Chennai I mean more than the result Absolutely. and the result was huge in my opinion yeah the result uh, was huge yeah of course yeah. i think it was the turnout of the people and the support they gave to their team i thought i read about it yeah. um I, unfortunately i never saw any uh, pictures um recordings of it but um you didn't see pictures okay uh, live you know football um action yeah, okay. that you, okay. i, okay. I can yeah. see from uh-huh. uh, the isl but um mm-hmm. what was your take on that uh oh it's a good good result for real kashmir and good result for indian football and generally happy for the people of kashmir who Absolutely. who needed a break and the real kashmir is an outlet for them so it's good for i mean i was just genuinely happy for uh, real kashmir to go win there and against the defending champions and uh, so um so obviously a big victory and hopefully real kashmir can sustain that yeah. again real kashmir is a good example of how uh, how to play indian football big players scoring goals for you and like 
put all those crosses and uh, defend deep and then you can you can uh, come out with those victories but that said i think the, the match after that the, the word one church churchill brothers between indian arrows and yeah churchill showed that the boys can also do it yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's not easy job to just put those crosses and score goals you need to finish them as well yeah fair play to the indian arrows because they've had a couple of clo- exactly. uh, close um, defeats uh, they played well Correct. from what Correct. i read uh, but a huge yeah. win against uh, one of the top top teams um so i'm really Absolutely. pleased with yeah. the the coach there who's taken over this season and um <laughs> a bit of a local derby playing in goa but uh, a huge result for them yeah. and um, i'm sure that'll uh, stand them in good stead um so yeah it, it, uh, east bengal finish uh, 2019 top of that table and you know not big surprise there but uh uh big yeah. teams um behind them but this league is obviously just still in the very it, to, early just stages just to put things in perspective uh, i think 10th place arrows is on like some three points they, they, i think only point they've scored is that victory against churchill and yeah. east bengal has eight points yeah so, so that's 10 teams split by f- five points five just points couple of yeah. wins Uh, yeah. but it is still early stages this is how the league is going to be this is how the league is going to be also it's, <laughs> it's sure. going to be yeah i think the only yeah, one that's yeah. looking um that might slip away is uh, the new boys trial um but no 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 i'm expecting them also to really? start winning i think they got a draw against real kashmir which is not a mean feat at i home. think the last match was yeah at yeah, home so yeah. they now know how to uh, how important like how it feels to get a point so they'll now want a victory and mind you they have made decent signings so in fact i expected them to play better than neroka well they lost so yeah. neroka is on four so uh, let's say i think uh, that the derby is not far away trow versus neroka so uh, that that be a, a, a important match there but i i think trow can win two three matches at least three four matches at least so wow. Three okay. matches victory is nine points. Yeah, nine points is like huge in I League. But when you th- when so you look at the I League, I mean, they are they are big teams for trying to beat. I mean, three victories. I mean, you're probably targeting uh, mm. the Arrows and Neroka. But when you look at Chennai, even Real as well, mm. uh, Gokulam, Churchill, obviously big big teams for them to um, try and win against. Uh, so they'll be. Okay. Uh, I'm going to hold you to that. Three wins for trial this season, at least. So that'll be yeah. good. Uh, but yeah, that's still at the early stages. The I League. Um it is the end of the year and it's a tradition on any sort of media platform they have to do a bit of a look back um and um yeah. as somebody that's you know it was my first year in you know closely following uh, Indian football um what, what what's your take on 2019 in terms of firstly the domestic league i mean obviously yeah, Bengaluru won the uh, ISL which wasn't a big surprise yeah But the big surprise I think yeah, exactly. uh, would you would you agree that Chennai winning the I League was a surprise although it was their second yeah, it time was a surprise uh, it was a surprise um, if you look at it uh, isolated like if you look at how uh, if you look at uh, only this current season or the, the the last season then it's a surprise but uh, people knew I League uh was going to be ridiculously tough again and uh, very unpredictable and that's how it turned out to be so in that sense the unpredictability has become very predictable about i league so <laughs> that way a, a new winner and a, a new team coming and being successful was not a huge surprise and uh, uh, we could like in, the, in in first five matches you could identify that chennai is going to be in the reckoning of things they they had everything sorted and they had that spanish core working for them so 
um, so the eventual winning uh, wasn't as surprising as same Minerva or Icewall because Chennai looked a good team. It was not like an underdog uh, team performing beyond their capacity or something. They were definitely a very good side and they had a good coach and good core, good core set of players. And for for for, for me, if, uh, looking out from the outside, um, a team from Tamil Nadu, <coughs> it, for me, like uh, you know, uh, an, um, a new person. Not a football destination. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, I, I, you always look at the northeast or Kolkata, obviously Kerala, even yeah. and Goa, but um, Tamil Nadu is producing champions. That Good was a, that was a surprise yeah. for me. And uh, mind you. Tamil Nadu's uh, probably the football revolution is happening on the other side of the uh, gen- gender bar where the women are the ones who are setting the tempo. So, Setu FC won the Indian Women's League this year. That's huge. That's a small club uh, from Madurai and uh, it's a it's a, uh, a lot of uh, hard work and a lot of good scouting and a lot of work has gone behind uh, Setu FC and them winning was huge. That That's the story of the year for me. Really? And... Uh, yeah, that's definitely. And I'm that's pretty definitely sure they were. They yeah, were they were unbeaten in that tournament, weren't they? Exactly, and they beat the team like uh, the the Northeast uh, Eastern Union and all that. So they, they they and Rising Students, Rising Students also an established team from that uh, Odisha Jharkhand belt. So uh, they they upset uh, a few uh, big guns and. Uh, we keep coming back to this, right? Uh, we only wish that uh, more uh, more effort is put into uh, this this side of the uh, sport as well, and not just the men, mm. because uh, they they really deserve our attention, and they're playing really good football. I I was lucky enough to watch Sedu FC the other day, and uh, the football that they're playing, and the, the this is what Ilko Shatori is talking about, but not unfortunately implementing. Implement. So this was <laughs> like. All out attack, a lot of uh, lot of uh, confidence on the ball. They're not rushing into things and run, 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 run. You will feel like you will be out of breath just watching the the football. You just plain all out attack. And these are women who really love their love their sport. They're just enjoying out there. They're expressing out there. And uh, there, there is a lot of socio economic political reading also behind it and how this the sport has sort of liberated these girls. But Generally, if we're talking from a very uh, footballing perspective, also what a what a uh, what a huge deal, yeah. Yeah, and generally the women's game as well. National, I think the national team is, you know, yeah. considering the backgrounds, a lot of players and the support they get, they are overperforming considering the backup correct, correct, they've got. Yeah. And yeah. uh, they've had a brilliant year um, as well. But uh, hopefully, like uh, a lot of these uh, social media. Um, uh, at, um, gatherings like this, uh, Women's Football India, and a lot of other. Uh, there, there is genuine uh, interest from the fan base that is pushing the uh, pushing the the likes of the federation into improving the structure for uh, women's football. That's that's been the positive side. So a lot of uh, people gather around and they form the women's uh, uh, women's football India in on Twitter and social media uh, on other social media platforms and. That means now a lot of these results are getting published. Yeah. So yeah. even the other day when I went to uh, the uh, the Tamil Nadu State League, somebody was sitting there and updating the results on social media. So <coughs> that that effort is putting pressure on AFF 
to improve things so they have also widened the the, the league and uh, there is now state leagues and yeah. the winners will come of course it's a, it's a very early stage it's nothing is not so nice the ground that they played football in was miserable but yeah yeah there is obviously some some something has improved there yeah uh, there is a long way to go mm-hmm. but it's it's it, it is down to uh, social media and i've spoken to the team who run that site and um they are you know really all volunteers and passionate about the women's side of it uh, they have got strong uh, opinions on a lot of things which is only fair and some of it is really sad to hear as well uh, but hopefully yeah, the exactly. federation will, you know, we, we, we'll have the eyes of the world in the World Cup uh, later on in 2020 mm-hmm. as well for the under-17 World Cup. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they'll p- start paying a bit more attention to, and it'll be s- good to see what the difference is between the uh, Indian Women's League that was held in uh, Punjab uh, in 2019 oh, and yeah, ha- yeah. what yeah. improvements they make in the 2020 edition because there needs to be a yeah. lot of improvements and hopefully they'll, uh, they'll see that. Um, coming to the uh, men's national team, um, for me, it's been, I was going to say disappointing, then I was think, I was looking for a better word, but um, I can't <laughs> um, find it straight away um, because there was a lot of hope and we had started off with the uh, Asia Cup. I was there lucky, mm-hmm. I was very lucky to witness the win against Thailand and uh, going mm-hmm. back to the hotel. Um, mm-hmm. I was. I think I'm super some, excited about. It. Well, even the um, uh, the there were some uh, Bahraini uh, <laughs> s- uh, supporters, there and they were saying, "Oh, you're going to top this group, and you're going to beat us, and what have you." And then mm-hmm. it turned into a bit of a very sad ending in a last minute concentration. It's been downhill from there, right? That, that that's was how the I felt. <laughs> yeah, that's how yeah, I felt. And then yeah, I saw the uh, the group, and I thought, yeah, we've got a second is a possibility. Obviously, in my naivety, mm-hmm. I thought second was possible. Uh, but then we've had uh, not a great um, campaign so far. What's your being? T- what's your take on the national team in 2019? I think it's to be fair. We should understand that there's a team in like transition with the whole coach changing and all that. <laughs> Unfortunately. The pressure is on and we can't just wait forever mm. to start performing on fine football. So, I think this this has been our uh, main conversation throughout this year, right? Ever since we started podcast, I think we've been just saying the same thing about how results are very important for Indian football. And fortunately, we didn't get any results this year. See, that's a word so I hear we, a lot is patience. Uh, I've spoken yeah, to so a few people patience. on social media and what have you, and they've said, "Just be patient. Just be patient. This is a long road." And I mean, the blue pilgrims have said, "It is. You know, it is. It is definitely, definitely. It's a long road, and we all need to be patient. We can't start expecting uh, India to be performing like a, a major football team overnight. It's, it's a process. These footballers that we are currently seeing will not even be in the reckoning when India starts like dominating Asia or whatever. So." So and these we are talking about footballers who are 23, 24. So we we are talking say another 12 years before we start like really putting our foot down. Oh my <laughs> Provided we go in the right direction. Yeah. My only my only thing being that uh, I haven't still seen such a large scale change to what is a uh, uh, underwhelming system in India. So. Uh, when you're talking about um, uh, junior leagues uh, and uh, IWL, um, uh, second division football, can we now start imposing some sort of philosophy? Can we now uh, start implementing what Germany or Belgium or anybody did then? So, uh, I haven't seen anything like that. So, that's my worry. So, you, you brought in your new technical director. 
there are these baby leagues popping up everywhere but like what does a baby league do apart from getting a lot of kids involved in football is there a, is there a, like a larger direction to what is going to happen for indian football i haven't seen that yet mm. so that large scale plan or large scale road map for the entire indian football fraternity is still missing yeah. i hope in the coming few years you see that because that is what is going to bring you that uh, a big result 10 years down the road right we can't just say that oh the uh, yeah. like so we've seen fc goa and they they play a kind of football you see bangalore they play a kind of football but how do these players come together and play for national team with like one week preparation camp this is not possible so ideally when they are like when they are younger they should have come and studied a certain philosophy they all should know each other so by like 16 17 i'm sure these english players start knowing each other so all these uh, uh, under so the under 17 world cup that england won so you have uh, galamats and odoy you have jaden sancho you have uh, phil foden you all i'm sure they were they were already at top level they all knew each other and you could see that they came from a certain understanding of football they they all knew the kind of football that they wanted to play with each other so india needs to start developing all those things and i want to see signs i don't want to just keep hearing the same old rhetoric of patience when i will show my patience if you show me something to cling on to well that's that's what i mean you know they keep saying have patience have patience but you've got to see some sort of plan some sort of direction Direct, yeah. um i know with yeah. england it started um with uh, them looking at the um the uh, inf- uh, the structure in France and Germany and uh, mm-hmm. they created St George's Park which is near where I live in Burton where all the uh, mm-hmm. national teams go and from right down the ages and um mm-hmm. you can see the results now the yeah right, the England right. team is in the top 4 in world rankings a uh, yeah. huge talent of young players coming through but that started 10 years ago um if not more so you've got to start planning now um and you mentioned and it involves it involves clubs as well let me not uh, just blame everything on aff it's a lot of well, times that uh, they can come up with a plan but mohan bagan will come and say we won't do it or bangalore fc will come out and say we won't do it for so me then yeah come on sorry no so then it's then because at the end of the day you don't have access like complete access to these players like throughout the year right they'll still be with their main main clubs and at least at a certain under 18 level that uh, it's important that you play with a style and a certain ideology and not just to win okay yeah. post 18 you have to get real and you need to get victories and all that but at least still under 18 level can you stick to a certain type of football can you which is why i like minerva for all their faults and all their blames and all their 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 young teams are always playing good football so they've been like super dominant in the in the junior in the junior categories in all categories i think they're the only indian club to have won every damn uh, uh, trophy out there for junior teams from under 13 to under 15 under 18 and everything they've won yeah yeah and no, they they've also played like a good football so all this uh, um, upcoming talent you've seen some most of them come from minerva and minerva mm-hmm. is not even like a huge setup no especially you where have, they based uh, you uh, so you have the mohan bagans and the east bengals running for 100 120 years but why aren't your young, young yeah. crop of players playing for india not coming from there yeah no i agree i agree i mean uh, <laughs> there, there are quite a, uh, there's quite a few teams individually that are uh, 
playing their role and doing incredibly well. Gogolin comes yeah. to mind in terms of their <laughs> structure. But for me, uh, the, 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 uh, the Federation also needs to improve the coaching of Indians. Of course, um, of course. And of they course. need to allow Indian coaches to, I mean, it's not going to happen now straight you, away. You've got something like an Indian Arrows. And let me not say that uh, Mr. Shanmugam is any bad or something. He's, he's definitely proven that he's better than uh, what Floyd could manage in the last year. But... Uh, what if we had like a really fascinating coach in that position, like managing Indian Arrows and managing a real core set of young players and getting them to play a, um, say, like a Lobera type of football. So we also need to understand that there probably needs more money involved and... Yeah, but let's go. Yeah, yeah. In India, let's if you're hope, successful, yeah. money is not an issue, as we know in other from other sports. Yeah. Uh, but just to end, yeah. m my um, big hope, and you mentioned it as well, is the uh, roadmap that's been agreed now. Uh, mm -hmm. That I'm clinging mm -hmm. on to that. That that will lead to a better standard <laughs> of football, better quality of football. But that's a roadmap that's been defined for the top division, which is obviously nice. And now at least teams have an, a fair idea of what is to expect. But yeah. didn't we? already see it uh, sort of falter with the d-sport coverage yeah so we we were expecting like good coverage for i-league and we are, we are already pissed so somehow <laughs> is I, it that bad it's very hard to believe it, it's it's horrible it's it's wow. it's, it's awful I, I i suggest you <laughs> you watch one match at least it's it's horrible it's just bad jump cuts there's no continuity the shaky camera there's like PSG matches coming in between the, the telecast <laughs> and uh, it's horrible. So it's almost like federations putting a foot down saying we will kill the I-League whatever happens. So we might come up with a roadmap to just satisfy uh, yeah, our sponsors or whatever. Yeah. But, like, but I'm, 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 we, I'm clinging on to that. It's my one thing that, you know, with patience, there's a little bit of hope in the sense that it'll play out as how I imagine it. In that, you know, we'll have a promotion, relegation, we'll have a cup, it'll improve the standard, and as a consequence, hopefully the national team will benefit. But that's in my head. Um, we'll see in four or yeah. five years' time. Um, but the, the, one, the other thing that's giving me a lot of hope um, is reading your articles. And I'm not just saying that, it's, it's the grassroots that you cover. And um, I've mentioned it before, and I say to people, you know, Galpanto documentaries on YouTube and the articles on Asiaville, and it's not just because you're on here. Um, it gives you hope. Uh, there's a lot of people doing a lot of brilliant, brilliant work on absolutely, the grassroots level absolutely. for no rewards whatsoever. Girls football yeah. in, um, you know, uh, poorer, uh, for want of a better word, areas of cities. Yeah. Um, you must find that, you know, inspirational when you go and visit and talk absolutely, to these people absolutely and mind you this is not just football in this country i think sports generally have i think we we again i think this is something we stressed upon a lot it's it's always been these community leaders who've uh, led the charge and so if even if it's a himadas even if it's like a, a lot of these cricketers it's it's essentially been these uh community leaders, uh, people from within the community who's taken the the difficult road to, you know, get these kids uh, good access to sports and uh, give them training and all that. And uh, India continues to be driven by communities and it's important that uh, we, we, you know, applaud them if not, if not give them the uh, best infrastructure facilities or whatever, at least acknowledge their good work and I, I, I feel that even that doesn't happen in in our country where uh, only the 
only the coaches who get these players at the end of the uh, the road yeah. yeah will get the the with the get the credit but it's somebody else who identified somebody who probably doesn't even know the sport mm. but still would you know, give give whatever they have so even that uh, that that uh, Patan girls in Gujarat i think he doesn't know football yeah 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 He didn't know. He just had a ball with him. So I mean, like yeah. I said, they, when you read the articles written by you, and uh, they are very sort of emotional as well. And but um, a lot of credit goes to you as well for this. And I'm not just saying it because uh, you're on this podcast with me. But, no, uh, but like, they, you are yeah, going I down, and you're, the, you're. I don't want to be the credit for this at all. I. I that's no, but you're like, giving them the exposure they would not normally get that they deserve. Do you know what I, I'm trying I to say? I feel I'm not doing enough. I I keep saying I feel I'm not doing enough. I feel like. Uh, well, there's a there's, there's a billion so other there's a billion other people no. can do more. Yeah, exactly. And we should. It shouldn't be those one of articles. I wish I'm not the first one reporting about them. I really, really wish I'm not the first one reporting. I want no, like more journalists. I think it's stories. Yeah, you shouldn't be the last. Um, you might be the first, and I'm pretty sure you're the first on a lot of these articles. But you should definitely not yeah, be the last but, covering these people. But um, fair play to you, my friend. Like, so I mean, I'm not even like. Uh, so i was in gujarat and i just met like a football coach and he was telling me about a plan about how uh, he wanted to get these spartan girls and so i'm like okay what is spartan girls and so then he tells me there is this area but i don't know much about him about it and all that so then i i dig up some other numbers find out and i just went on an impulse i didn't really know too much about it but you reach there and you see like Hundred trophies and so how are the, how is such a such a hugely successful uh, uh, like a setup still not even like heard of and it's not like some some village so far away and all that it's it was some three and a half four hour ride from Ahmedabad and if a Malayali can do that I'm sure there is. <laughs> uh, it's just a lack of will or something I don't know what is stopping people from doing it but. Well, it, I wish uh, these people are the real <laughs> heroes. Um, it takes a lot of commitment, uh, week in, week out, to do this for no real reward apart from their personal. Oh, you know, uh, it's it's they, they are the real heroes, and I encourage yeah. everybody to go to Kalpanto on um, um, YouTube and Asiaville on the web to read about these stories. Um, Nevin is a brilliant writer. I'm not just saying it. You probably think I am, but I'm not. Thank um, you. Just, <laughs> yeah, just I check do, it out. That's down to the confidence issues. No, no, no. It's been a good year for me as a journalist as well. I think I finally like sat down and said like listen i want to do these kind of stories and i will do it so well it's it's been a good year for me that year, that way as well well to add pressure to you you've set a bar now that you <laughs> yeah, have to meet so in 2020 like, so yeah, i look so forward hopefully. to more uh, of these uh, unknown I stories I, I also hope to write about uh, other sports as well this time around like i like i ventured into uh, mental health and a little bit of other realms last year when mm-hmm. i was freelancing so Hopefully, I'll I'll uh, I'll also write non-football stuff for a while because I I feel I feel that the larger story is not necessarily football in these stories that you mentioned. I think uh, the larger story is about uh, the human desire to you know succeed and yeah. win and go against all odds, and I think that can be for any sport or any 
uh, anything further that example yeah so the, the, hopefully there's there's um they're breaking barriers and um exactly. you know it's a, a social documentary as well it's not just about the exactly. sport so i am like i said you've set the bar so i'm looking forward to um <laughs> reading and watching <laughs> a lot more um things from yourself so uh, 2020 is going to be even bigger for you so i'm, I'm sure of that based on 2019 um uh, you know, never as always, time flies when I speak to you, my friend. It it actually does fly, and uh, I could, like I say, every week keep on talking to you about football. But you've got a lot more better things to do in your uh, in the beautiful city of Chennai. Um, Not really. <laughs> uh, what are you, what are your plans to see uh, New Year's in? Uh, to, uh, any plans, or is I, it a quiet one? I I probably will meet some friends in like at the beach. There's the beach nearby, so just. Uh, get a beer and like get like maybe not drunk but like because <laughs> I have to go to work tomorrow but <laughs> no no have, have a good time uh, like, get a little tipsy yeah, yeah absolutely. have a good time and just probably yeah. well straight after this podcast I'm off to uh, Newcastle I'm gonna <laughs> see the New Year's Eve uh, see 2020 in, in Newcastle so I'm looking forward to that because wow. um, we've good got fun. we're playing against Newcastle tomorrow so okay. it'll take me an hour to get Going to. Going a day early. I don't know if you know oh. about St James's Park where the away fans sit, but uh, it's right up in the clouds. Uh, so oh my god! It, it's an experience that I'm looking forward to, and I'll tell you about it next time. But that's my New Year's awesome. Eve. Uh, but it won't be as beautiful as uh, sitting on a beach. In Chennai, I'm but, sure uh, it'll be equally beautiful. <laughs> you're watching good football. You're watching your team play. How, what can what can be better? One thing I will do is. Um, toast my very good friend Nevin who's been incredible uh, support for me I want to put it out Likewise. there and um, I want to uh, wish you a very happy new year in advance Same and to you, man. Um, Same to you, yeah. have a brilliant night thank you again Nevin take care my All friend right. bye bye, bye.